Okay, let's see what happens this time around. Welcome back to Coach Class with me, Don Birch. This is the podcast where I get to speak to inspiration. No, I don't. I get to speak to inspirational leaders and coaches from across the globe. And I'm delighted this week to be joined by a fellow barefooter, Mark Wyatt. Now, Mark uh, and I have known each other, well, I guess for the sum total of about six weeks, four lots of uh, four hours. And we got to know each other via Zoom, by coaching one another, by being in class together. And, uh, and generally just kind of working things out as we go along. Mark, welcome to Coach Class. Don, thanks for inviting me. No, no, absolute pleasure. Now, I have got your LinkedIn profile in front of me, but I kind of feel like I'd rather you tell your own story. What brings you to, well, what brings you to Barefoot? I think it's a, a really good question. I think for, I think for about 25 years, I've, I've always wanted to do coaching. Um, you know, I've had some really nice feedback during my career that, you know, you're good with people, Mark, you're a good coach, you're a good mentor, but no one's ever sort of spoken to me about how to coach. And so for me, uh, where I am at the moment is, is resting between, between roles. And so this seemed like a really, really good time to come on a course. And, and Barefoot was the one that kept popping up. Whenever I spoke to people, Barefoot was the one. Uh, and so like you, we rocked up sort of six weeks ago and we have become coaches in our own in our own time and it's been a really powerful start to the course I think Dom I think you know you and I have shared uh, a couple of sessions together and we've seen the power that the coaching brings and there's been a lot thrown at us so the last two weeks that we've um, sort of had off in between the, the modules has been really good for you know time to sit back and, and reflect. To such a degree that last night I couldn't work out whether we were at college this week or not which is bonkers because we've only had a week off but I was kind of like I sort of felt almost ready to go back. I don't know. I mean, I remember, it reminds me of when I had a career break at Asda and six months. After about three months off, I was like, okay, I've decompressed now. I've sort of thought about things and now I kind of am figuring it out and I'm, I'm ready to go again. How have the last couple of weeks been for you? Because I think you, we were together at a session between, I think there were three of us, me, you and Jen, and we were being observed by Liz. And it's fair to say that all three of us were probably having a bit of a wobble or at least a certain kind of like, do I want to be here? <laughs> Is this for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. I think what I've been reflecting on is is really how much has been thrown at us. And you have to almost find your way through. And I remember at the beginning of the course, I can't remember whether it was Liz or Claire, one of the tutors said to us, you are enough. And we all sat there and went, well, what do you mean? Because we don't know how to coach and we don't know the things that we need and we don't know the modules and we don't know the tools. And, and that has, when I've reflected over the last couple of weeks, that has been really, really powerful. Because we've seen, you know, both you and I and, and working with other people on the course, that when you go into a, a coaching situation, just by holding some space for someone and really, really listening to the nth degree, how powerful that can be. And I think in the, in the world that we are in business, how often does someone sit down and actually listen to you? And so for me, that kind of stillness of listening and creating that environment for someone has been it's been overwhelming at times. I mean, it's been, it's been huge. And I think I read something in a book and I can't remember which one it was off the list that we're, we're, we're working our way through, but they talked about coming to coaching with soft eyes and soft ears. And you know, when you, you, you something really hits you powerfully, that was something for me. And I thought, wow, if you can create that and you can come with that as yourself, that's an amazing gift to bring for someone. Absolutely love that. Yeah. The, the word that keeps coming back for me is being calm 
And and it's sort of it's interesting because with calmness comes the ability to be still. And I think you gave me some feedback actually. And funny enough, I've got it written down on a post-it note from a coaching bit I did this morning. I wrote down before I did it, stay still. And it was in part to not distract the other person. But also you observed that when I did just relax into the session and I and I started to sort of just hold myself with some stillness and calm, that the other person just went deeper and into a like a much better zone themselves. Do you remember that? Do you remember that moment? Because it was it's really stayed with me. Yeah, I do. I do. I remember it really clearly. And I think it's amazing what those those small things, those small differences can can make. And I think you know, not only are we coaching, but we are being coached. And the fact that you have someone who is prepared to listen to you unconditionally with complete positive regard, you know, those things are, are amazing. And, and if someone had said to me, you know, if, if you can sit and just hold a space for someone, you know, listen to them at a level that you probably haven't listened to before and allow them to, to go off on their journey, then that has been just something amazing to watch. And even in those four weeks, five weeks that we've been together, that, that has, has been truly inspiring when you've seen people take that step and take that journey. One of the things I remember us sharing together was that sense of, you know, you go through that curve, don't you, feeling like, God, I know nothing, to then having the confidence to sort of let go of the theory that is beginning to come in, you know, the models that grow, the, you know, whatever, the wheel of fortune, and just to be present. And to kind of know that the right thing will come along and that you're good enough. You know, you said at the start, you know, you're good enough already. And everything that we're learning is kind of adding to what we already have in our backpack. I saw you relax into one of those sessions where I think you, your feedback at the end was, well, I didn't feel like I was coaching. I was just being me. And yet mm. to the observer, you being you was just, I mean, it was exquisite because you allowed the other person to be fully present and and in that sort of psychological space. And I guess that's what we're holding for somebody else, isn't it? You're creating an environment that allows them really, really to open and to have vulnerability without any sense of jeopardy. Yeah, completely. And I, and I think when we all first arrived on the course, we were very much along the lines of, oh, well, coaching's about fixing people. And actually, I think the thing that we've all learned is that's the last thing. It's about, you know, the individual sat in front of you has got all of the answers. They've got all of the talent to be able to work through this themselves. What they need is that that space and that safety to be able to express some of the things that they might not do before. And I think, you know, that, that the thing that you refer to, Dom, is absolutely right. The calmness and the stillness. If you can create that environment for someone on top of the listening, I mean, you know, we've seen it already. It is amazing what can happen. I guess one of the bits of homework we've been given in, in this kind of like fallow period, if you like, this half term that we've been uh, we've been given, is to find out from five other people who we respect and value what they think about us. And there's kind of five little questions that we're asking now. You know, you and I have both worked in corporate land, so you know you were at Speedo and Wolverine and all these other places. So I guess that to some extent, big companies are kind of geared, aren't they, to doing this thing. But it's really easy, I found in my career, when you get feedback sometimes, to kind of be a bit like, oh, I've heard that before. So I'm going to dismiss it. You know, it's not new news to me. Mm. How, how, what's your experience of sort of capturing feedback, but also being willing to embrace it and take it on board and own it? 
Yeah, I've always been a big fan of of, of feedback, um, and uh, you know, there's that phrase in there: feedback is a gift, and 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 I genuinely believe it is, but only if it's given in the right way. And I think that's the the part in all of this, Don. That's one of the things that we're being taught, isn't it? How how to give positive feedback, you know, that that is going to genuinely make a difference. And I and I think as a coach, I think we want as much feedback as we can get because in our minds we are doing things in a certain way but how it's being received by someone might be completely different so i think the thing i found about the group which i absolutely love i can't believe how close we are as a group after such a short period of time but is allowing that vulnerability and giving that that feedback all in the positive way that says look these are some of the things that can make you even better and and that's been incredible and i don't think you necessarily get that from you know, all corporate environments. Um, but here with a group of people who have the same intention to to want to help each other, it, it's been amazing. And the, the other thing that I keep coming back to is that sort of notice what you notice. So you noticed just something in my demeanour, my body language, it wasn't something I said. And it was something quite subtle. It was just, I think I had my hand on my chin or I was sort of leaning forward and then I just sat back and you noticed my shoulders come down. And actually been able to reflect back to the other person. So I, I remember one of the first bits of feedback I had when we have been observing, of course, you, you're sort of shitting yourself, aren't you? You're thinking, oh, God, they're in the background somewhere. You know, the, the tutor who knows what they're doing is going to point out everything that I'm doing wrong. So there was that sort of slight sense of nervousness. But one of the things that Claire pointed out to me was just the person I was coaching, they just, their pace changed. You know, mm. they were kind of like scattergun, bang, 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 bang. And there was just something where they just slowed down for a moment and they just, the pace changed. And she said, there was a really good opportunity just to reflect that back to them and say, I noticed that your pace changed when you started to say whatever it was, what was going on then? Mm. And, mm. and I think that's something I've really picked up on is kind of like, it's okay to reflect back what they say, what they, what they, what it sounds like they're f- expressing in terms of feelings, but that noticing what you notice is like really, really important, isn't it? It's not just listening. It's kind of holding it back up again so that it can be reflected on, I guess. Yeah, completely. And I, and I think one of the things we read or we, we spoke about as a group was that you, when you listen, you're not just listening with your ears, you're, you're listening with your eyes and your body and your gut and and at the time it didn't really mean anything to me I was kind of like well that doesn't make any sense but I think the more opportunities that you have to coach and be coached you on you start to understand it because I think the most powerful thing that has been said to me during the course is that you know if you truly know who you are then that resonates out from from you as an individual and I think that calmness and stillness that you get done you know if you know yourself and it sounds a bit sweet but if you do genuinely know yourself you know your foibles you know everything else I think the power that that brings to a relation coaching relationship is huge and we've been given sort of different tools to play around with haven't we so we've we've done this kind of wheel of anything which I've tried out a couple of times since and it seems to have, you know worked we're also we're encouraging the week just to be a bit p- playful I guess and to try stuff out because it's the perfect environment isn't it where we're in a safe yeah. environment everyone's trying to learn and and I think we're all trying to be as compassionate as we can when we're being coached not to kind of be deliberately obtuse or whatever you know it's kind of like it's for the coach's benefit not the coaches albeit we're getting a load of free coaching out of it too like we we had funding week where I just said you go and grab an object and I think you just went off and grabbed um a whisk or something yeah and it was one of those I was thinking this could go either way but just talk to me about that because and you don't have to go into the depth of it but just you know it it kind of worked but also it was that sense of you know why not as a coach it's all right to try stuff out yeah, and, and absolutely. And I think the point that you made earlier about, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever week it was where you kind of just let go 
and all of the stuff that you worry about should I ask that you know this question next and all the rest of it if you're if you're in the moment and you're actually coaching and you're listening to that extent the question will come and I think we've all found that and I think whether you know we're standing up you know doing a coaching session or we're moving around or we're walking with someone or we're using objects like you and I used I think it's just different and it puts the 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 coachee into a different space and immediately they're starting to think a bit differently and it's like the use of coaching cards and all those in inverted commas relatively simple techniques that you can use but but how that then makes the coachee feel or what they're able to then get out of the the session seems to be massive so what's what are you looking forward to next then i mean and maybe not like syllabus wise but just what are the bits you know because i'm already sort of like (laughs) slightly anxious that you know the clock is ticking right you know we're we're we've all invested you know money but time effort to be here on this course and it's like there's some just magical moments. Aren't there? I mean, it's hard work as well, isn't it? It's tough. I mean, some days you leave and just like, I'm spent. Like, I really yeah. can't focus on anything else today. I need to just go for a walk. But yeah. what, what are you looking forward to in the as we get back to college next week? What kind of things are sort of uh, on the mark sort of to-do list, as it were? Yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to kind of continuing the, the, the proverbial journey, Dom, in terms of just being yourself when you're, when you're in a coaching situation. You know, they, they were asking us, weren't they, you know, how do you define coaching? And, and for me, it was kind of like I had to visualize something. So I was like, well, I'm walking along a path with someone. They're chatting and I'm kind of just helping them with their thoughts. And that's kind of that kind of relaxed approach to it feels like it's going to be my style. So I'm quite interested in finding out a bit more about my style and how that comes over. And then I'm just really looking forward to seeing everybody again and then getting back into some situations where we can coach and be coached because the theory has been great and it's given us a good framework, but the most powerful parts are when you are in those sessions and the amount of learning that you get, particularly in that triad situation where you're getting feedback, but you're also listening. I mean, it's been amazing. So that's the bit I've actually missed is the, is the, the genuine coaching part of the course. And it flies by, doesn't it? I mean, I know sometimes I go, right, we just want you to nip off for 20 minutes. And then other times I go, okay, you've got an hour and 35 minutes. You're in charge of your own time. You can have a break in that time. And you're thinking an hour and 35 minutes. And then I remember just like it absolutely, like it zooms by, but not in a, it doesn't feel like it's rushed. It just sort of like, you know, the time is intense and it goes and you're back in the room and you're sharing what you've learned. Um, the other bit, I, I guess, that I'm just sort of like wrestling with. So here's the thing. It's like at some point I'd like to, you know, earn some money from being able to sell my services as a coach to other people. And so here comes the thing, right? You know, it's like I'm an individual. I'm not a company. And at some point I need to say out loud to the world, this is how much I value what I can do for you as a potential client. Mm. That already is sort of eating up some energy because it's like how do I put my arms around it do I go stellar and say you know it's reassuringly expensive or do I go and I, and you know so and it's just been interesting sort of road testing that off different people in on the course you know privately and you know as a group or whatever it's just to and one of the things we learned and this is where I was going to I'm sort of <laughs> like talk nonsense here it's your, it's your net value, isn't it, right? It's, it's the cost of the training you've had whilst you've been in the corporate world. It's the 20, 25 years experience. It's the people that you've coached and the people who have coached you. It's not really an hourly rate. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it's, a really, it's one that I'm really struggling with too. I mean, I'm not intending to become a coach straight away. I'd still like to go back into to corporate, you know, and, and do some more stuff, whatever that looks like. 
But I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, you hear we we've heard stories, haven't we? People charge thousands per session or hundreds per session, and some people charge tens of. And 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 I genuinely don't know where that sits because how how do you put a value on what you're doing? That's a really interesting question, Don. It's probably one for next time round. But you know, I genuinely don't know what the answer is to that. I look forward to a year from now. Let's do this podcast on the 18th of May, 2022 or whatever, you know, 2022 and see where we ended up. But on that then, so going back into the world of work, what are you going to take into that world of work now? What are, what are the insights and learnings that you can you can take with you back into that place of work? So when you get your next, you know, corporate gig and you're running, you know, a big international arm of a company, you've got teams of people working for you. Are there subtle shifts that you're going to look to sort of employ from day one that perhaps, you know, you might not have done previously on the back of having been on barefoot? Yeah, I think so. I've been reflecting on that already. And I think one of the things that comes through really strongly is just that listening part. So, you know, we talk, don't we, all the time about listening and then everybody says, yeah, but I listen, but you don't listen. And I think the the thing that I've taken out of these first few weeks has been that that part that I talked about before. So you, you don't just listen with your ears. You know, you're watching, you're, you're feeling, you know, metaphorically, you're hearing, you know, you're, the, the whole touch sensation thing. I mean, it's it's all there in front of you. And, and to be calm and still in that space, I think, will be a huge benefit in, in, in corporate roles. Whereas before you might have been thinking about, oh, this is the question I'm going to ask them now there probably won't be a question straight away. And there will probably be a bigger time that you allow people to talk because we know through coaching that a lot of the time um, that we've experienced so far, people get there on their own. You're just creating that environment for them to get there. And I think that will be a really interesting one to, to, to come back into the corporate world with and see how that works with, you know, with the, the, the craziness that goes on around you. And I'm, I'm cringing because I remember what I was like with some of the meetings that I was in, some of the, yeah. even the one-to-ones I used to have, you know, and you're thinking it's so easy to be distracted by the email or the message on your phone or, or to be half hearing them and half thinking about the really important meeting you've got to go to or the one you've just left. You know, that, that ability to kind of really shift gears, but also just to allow you and another person time to just actually be there and hear what's going on and ask that question again. You know, how are you? (laughs) You Yeah. And not the British, how are you, where you kind of go, I'm fine. No, how are you? What's going on? Absolutely. And and you'd hope, wouldn't you, that that coming out of this, that we would be more observant, we'd be, you know, more aware of what's going on on around us within the the business environment. And I think coaching, I mean, I've always done coaching in my my roles and it's always been a big part of of what I've done from a leadership point of view. But I think it will take a very different approach now in terms of, you know, if you put a coaching session in with someone and, you know, they've asked, you know, to mentor or coach, then I think that would become increasingly important. Um, and I think the value that you that I feel that I could give now versus maybe what we could give before we came on the course would be, you know, chalk and cheese. 100%. Well, listen, Mark, I would love to be coached by you any day of the week, any You're minute nice. of the day. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on coach class. And like you, I can't wait to get back to school. Who would have thought, eh? I never thought I'd say that. I couldn't wait to leave school when I was 17, 18. I can't wait to get back to college next week. So, Mark, Wyatt, thank you so much for coming on to coach class. Dom, thanks very much for having me.